the time to open your mind in our search for the unknown who knows what we will find this is emergency exit this is episode 48 and today is august 21st 2017 we are broadcasting to you again from our emergency exit floating tin can far above the world that's right i am your host los and with me, as always, is Nick, the Passion Rider, and his personal assistant, Brandon, the Hard Hat Mitchell. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining Hi. once again. Nick was is back from his back special from my, assignment. My secret assignment, yeah. yeah. What can, was the secret you, assignment? Can you tell anybody yet? No. Shit. So if we change it, well, no, it was a special assignment. It wasn't a secret mission. Oh. So you can, yeah, phrasing there. So there you go. Now you're right. Yeah, you can tell us about it. Oh. Um, what did you do last week that you weren't here? Uh, well, you know, I was out, uh, conducting some, uh, uh, well, at least I thought at the time, undercover investigations, you know, um, I thought I was being secretive. And you're not? Oh, because we had revealed you're on a secret assignment? Yeah, now I find out it's just special, special not assignment. secret, yeah. so I've been going around thinking I was undercover this whole time. I could have saved a <laughs> hell of a lot on disguises <laughs> had I known that. You must be kidding, aren't you? No, I'm not. Welcome sadly. back, Nick Ryder. It's it's not the same without you. Last week, we got our ass beat by another podcast, well, you and know, we needed you here. I, I did as best as I could. I haven't had the first blow in that battle. You did. You punched the shit out of them and got a good damage point out right. of there. 41, I think. Yeah, 41. That's, that's right. right. He tried to go for his finishing nutsack move I know. and got, and got I caught. I missed. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you know, you you can't telegraph it before you do it. Yeah, yeah. You just can't tell them you're about to go uh, bite their nuts. Like, you just have to nuts. do it. Yeah, you just have to go for it. You have to commit as soon as you get right. the thought. Because if you say, "Hey, I'm going to bite you in the nuts," they're going to get very defensive. Well, I yeah. thought it was kind of courtesy, like, "Hey, I'm coming for it. Get ready." <laughs> hey, man, this is a fight to the death. You know, True. we are fellow podcasters, and I'm going to bite your nuts off. So be ready for it. <laughs> it may or may not happen. Tonight we are going to war. No, not with North Korea, at least not yet. We are talking about the war on drugs. Is it an actual war? If so, can it be won? Are we winning now? How has it shaped our society since its modern day implement? No, implication <laughs> by, uh, in the 60s. It actually was 70s by uh, President Nixon. Nixon. Now, wasn't Elvis an uh, unofficial deputy in this war on drugs? Like, oh. Didn't he get... And then that why there's a picture of him standing there with Nixon because he wanted to be like because he's the poster poster child of not doing drugs exactly which is why <laughs> it was so fucking funny I thought but I mean you might as well be like the leading the committee to stop eating peanut butter banana sandwiches yeah that too we need a funny he Elvis may have been joke chairman to go into the bump where's the funny Elvis joke to go into the bump he shat himself to death on a toilet I mean it's not necessarily a joke that's pretty fucking funny that's, yeah that's true. I mean, think about it. If he did less drugs and less peanut butter banana sandwiches, might not have had a heart attack while taking a shit. Tony scored 10 kilos from a pair of shiny black shoes With an eagle in his haircut and an earphone on his tongue After he got busted, he couldn't make no bail Cause we're making money off the stash And money off the jail Trans-Gastigar, we're winning the war on drugs. 
That's right, guys. That was Asylum Street Spankers winning the war on drugs. And it's a very suiting song uh, brought to our attention by the fashion over here. Uh, it's not bad, man. Nice little I, bluegrassy, I, folky I thing we got song. going on. Those are, that's a good band to get into. I, I'm, I, you know, I'm definitely going to check it out, and all y'all should do the same thing. Let's get started here. Over the past four decades, federal and state governments have poured over $1 trillion into a drug war while relying on taxpayers to foot the bill. Now, mm. I, I already kind of gave away what we're talking about, but in 1980, the United States had uh, 50,000 people behind bars for drug law violations. Now we have more than half a million. Whoa. The U.S. is, in, uh, is now the world's largest jailer. <laughs> Well, that's a weird word. Jailer. Jailer. Well, I mean, that that's what they're called, though. Okay, I guess. Okay. I thought it'd be funnier, but maybe you're not. Maybe you just don't get my comedy, man. You just don't <laughs> get me, man. You just, you just don't get me, bro. Still trying to. The U.S. is now the world's largest jailer. Drugs remain widely available, and treatment resources are scarce. So it's an effective war. So far, it's been effective. <laughs> Not only have billions of tax, do tax dollars been wasted, but drug war spending has also resulted in defunding of other important services. Money funneled into drug enforcement has meant less funding uh, for more serious crime and has left essential education, health, social, just, uh, sur social service, and public safety programs struggling to operate a meager funding. What do we know about... What do you know about the war on drugs, Nick Ryder? Uh, I always thought it was more of a PR thing than an actual thing. What do you it, mean? Well, like, yeah, we're doing all this stuff. We're totally going to stop drugs. And so everybody's like, yeah, I like him. It's probably for fucking votes or popularity or something. Like, Am I wrong? You're not wrong. Do we really <laughs> think that we're going to accomplish shit? Yeah. So you think it's kind of kind of useless? I think it's proven itself to be so. Drugs are yeah. not only, like it's, they seem more and more prevalent. And as soon as like we start to get down on one, it just it just changes. Mm -hmm. You know, like it goes from cocaine to to heroin to ecstasy to whatever. I mean, weed seems to be a constant, but yeah. like the one that's a really big deal seems to just be changing, and where they come from just seems to be changing. So I I don't know that we're being very effective, other than. Like that song said, we're making money off the crime and money off the jail. So we yeah. got a hell of a lot of people Fucking in jail right. that really don't yeah. need to be. Like <laughs> there could be treatment programs or something that's actually a helpful way to deal with it. Mandatory minimums. That's you how know. most of them got there. Thanks, Bill Clinton. Right. <laughs> Fucking shit. Hey, guys, we're going to go do a mandatory minimum. And I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to fuck all them bitches. <laughs> that's right. Well, it's just because he didn't want to get in too much trouble for his drug use. Exactly. His cocaine use <laughs> with his brother. Yes. Which we learned in uh, the... Quentin Body Count. That's right. You know, uh, they were they were deep in the cocaine. Mm -hmm. Deep into cocaine. And uh, some kids saw a, a plane being unloaded. Like, uh, from, uh, like a bunch of cocaine was being shipped off of it, right? And they saw it. Those two kids saw it. And they happened to... Uh, the the opponents or uh, those bad guys that were unloading the, the, the plane saw those kids looking. Mm -hmm. And those kids never came home again. So how did the story get out? That's a good question. Oh. Ah. Well, and of also, course, the kid, the kids are gone, right? And we right. knew of where they were about to but go. How do we know that they uh, were there watching the plane be unloaded? Yeah, that's where who, I'm Who tied that. that to it? And also, is that entire <laughs> plane load of cocaine purely for the Clintons? Can we really blame them for this drug shipment that no, came in? Like, maybe something they had a tiny Ryder. portion. Right, like maybe they bought off of this fucking thing, but an entire <laughs> fucking load from Colombia just for the Clintons. I like, am the kingpin of this cocaine. Yeah. Right. I mean, I have no there. doubts that if you're drug mules and you see some kids catching you yeah you, like i wouldn't doubt that they bill, probably killed bill the kids, was but probably not there completely on the clintons i don't know man. bill was not there but uh you'd have to blame everybody else all fucking bitches, man. but don right. but don bill is not going to be there and for don those little bill. things <laughs> no. the war on drugs as we know it was started in 1971 by who nick Ryder? nixon president dick nixon that's right he declared drug abuse as quote public enemy number one that's also my Alex Jones at the same time there. Yeah. At a press conference. and doing that to turn the light off of him being public enemy number one at the time? Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> definitely he had some uh, some heat, you know, uh, definitely trying to break into DNC and all that bloodshed. It seems like he probably has a drug problem, too, or had. Alex Jones? It, no, well, obviously he does, okay. but, I mean, Tricky Dick. Like, at the very dick. least, oh. he had a... He had to have a hell of a drinking habit. Like, that. there was something going on with that. <laughs> I don't know why I'm sounding like Stewie all of a sudden. 
but Mark Short character Jiminy Glick. What do you do with this movie? I don't know. But I mean, very good Martin Short there. Dick was on something. Dick was on something. I wonder what he was on. Well, it's weird that he's. Waging a war on drugs when it's like he's like fuck. What am I gonna do with my evenings now? You know. Well, no, they all get a kickback and they're okay to. Well, yeah, to, they're still gonna to get their it. drugs. Yeah. So matter. I mean, they don't care. They just say, oh, That's it's true. a way I can turn over more money, essentially free money. Right. I'm gonna do it. And then all of my constituents think that I'm an upstanding citizen. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just sitting here snorting cocaine yeah. out of cookers bee holes. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know which president that was. You can fill in the could blanks. be anyone. Yeah, yeah. It could be anyone. <laughs> So when he said that, uh, and from there, the American people would be engaged in a war that seemingly had no end, no battleground, and no limits on the amount of money the federal government oh, could convenient. throw out of it. <laughs> that's uh, their become, kind of war. Yeah. And it became the biggest money pit the world has ever seen. Nope. Uh, we were going to play a Nixon line here. Why are you going to even just... Oh, fuck, man. It says it right here. You could have <laughs> yeah, deleted I, it. Yeah, 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 yeah bastard. Yeah, now, yeah, two yeah. years uh, prior to this speech... Yeah, he first mentioned the war on drugs, but it never caught on. In this speech, he highlights his plan to combat drugs by focusing eradication, interdiction. Interdiction? What the fuck's that mean? And incarceration. Like you're implementing policies in place. Ah, Okay. Interdiction, huh? I thought that sounded like, uh, like he was checking his spelling there. Or his enunciation. <laughs> yeah. While mandatory so. minimums have been around since, oh, yeah. how well you speak inside your own mind, interdiction. Okay. That's, that's that. some deep. The interdiction. Self analyzing. I was thinking yeah, that. No <laughs> shit. That's a weird word there. I'm my own worst grammar Nazi. While mandatory minimums have been around in the U.S. since 1951, the creation of this war on drugs is solely responsible for the uh, exponential growth of nonviolent offenders in our prison system today. What the. F- Fuck. Holy fuck. That is some bad shit there. Now, in 1971, New York State introduced mandatory minimum sentences of 15 years to life imprisonment imprisonment for possession of more than four ounces of a quote-unquote hard drug. Okay? It is estimated... It's just like fucking liquids on a plane. Liquids on a... Yeah, you can't... Four <laughs> ounces yeah. seems to be there. Ounces, ounces, that, I mean, if you can limit. get it into a travel ounce shampoo bottle, then you're good. Yeah. You won't, yeah, you won't have to worry about 15 years of life. <laughs> Good to know. I think I could get by on three and three quarters of an ounce of any hard drug, whatever hard drug I might be addicted to. Well, I mean, to yeah, I mean, because four like, ounces next, is enough. For, next time you go home, one, you can refill time. the bottle. So you, like, you don't need more than that at a time. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're going out dealing. So I see their point with this. Yeah, right. Okay, so four ounces of a hard drug. It is estimated... Uh, it is estimated that at also the time. Also, to interrupt again. Go ahead. Sorry, but four ounces of weed, I feel, would be a hell of a lot better to have on your person around than like. I mean, if you're if you're someone that smokes. Well, do you know much, what four ounces of four weed ounces looks like? Is though a quarter pound. All right, if I'm not but I'm just like, but if, if you had that much QP heroin head. or fucking PCP, like all different drugs, I would feel like shouldn't the limit be different depending on the severity of the drug? Well, uh, yeah, well, that's why they have the Schedule 1, which is what hard drugs are. And marijuana is a Schedule 1. So it's right well, up there. that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly, it just right? seems like, oh, he's, you know, only four ounces of heroin, so we got to let him go. Now, like, four ounces of heroin is a lot. That's I know, a lot like, of money, dude. Like, dude, there's something fucking wrong going on here. It just seems uh, like a bit bigger deal than... However, Weed. four ounces of concentrated dabs of like hash oil or something, yeah. that's concentrated and that's worth a pretty penny. Yeah, four ounces, that would be that'd be a lot. It's probably up there with uh, how much heroin would cost what or something. If you just drink that. I don't think really yeah. anything. Oh man, you would be I mean, fucking would so high. <laughs> it's like that five hour de energy that uh that uh, Ricky has. Oh yeah. Fuck. <laughs> it's that fucking shit right I there. I forgot about that, the five hour de energy. Oh I know, they're dirty, rotten, filthy whores. So check it out here, y'all. Uh, it is estimated that at the time of Nixon's war on drug speech, the prison population... Is this pre or post Star Wars? His uh, Star 70... Wars, not Lucas's. Oh, okay. That was uh, where my mind first went. I'm glad you specified. Uh, it is estimated, mm-hmm. blah, 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 uh, the prison population in the U.S. was just under 200,000 people. In 12 years, that number doubles to 400,000 inmates. Jeez. And in 2000, the prison population was over a million, 1.3 million people. Uh, the prison policy initiative states that one in five people are in prison uh, are there on a nonviolent drug charge. Nonviolent being the key word there. Yeah. 
because he probably was smoking. Yeah. Well, have you ever well, known yeah. any violent uh, heroin uh, addicts? Well, they can be when they're about to sure. do it and you and you interrupt. I guess them. be about that, but if, like if they're currently high on heroin, they're probably Definitely trying to not. melt into a mattress in the corner <laughs> of the floor or something. Yeah. yeah. And what what's so great about heroin? Like uh, you go and we're gonna do heroin. We're just gonna go sleep. It's like a sleep know. party. I, and yeah. Shit. Like I've never done Let's it. Go to sleep. And it, I mean, according to Pulp Fiction. Well, Travolta's part of it looks pretty cool and fun, but then Uma Thurman's part of it comes around. You're like, ooh, no, I don't yeah, want to Yeah, no, do thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. And she, I don't want to get stabbed in the heart with an adrenaline needle at some crazy guy's house. Yeah, you're not supposed to, like, snort heroin or something. I guess that was what the deal is. No, you can. You just need to know that how it's much not cocaine do. and be careful of how much mm, you do. Cause, okay. uh, I, yeah, because I think she took it as cocaine. Thought it, th- yeah. thinking it was cocaine. Led Zeppelin was notorious for snorting heroin. Jimmy mm. Page especially really liked it. Damn. I mean, that's... That's how uh, you know. That's fucking you hardcore. Want, you, that is rock and roll. I Nick, like snorting, off the neck of snorting his heroin and just straight chugging Jack. Nick, if you want to make it in this music uh, genre here, in this music <laughs> business, I better start snorting some H. You better get in there yeah. and get on that better H start, train, bro. Better start chasing that dragon, bro. <laughs> is that a sound of a dragon? <laughs> I, I don't watch Game of Thrones. I don't know. That might be. I a heard that there's ice dragons now. That Spoiler seems to be alert. more Godzilla. Oh, oh gosh, technically a dragon. Yeah. Freeze fire. Well, you just get David Ike, Ike, and you know you'll be all right. David Ike, sure he does a wrong. good impression. I bet. <laughs> is, is Michael Winslow still around? Yeah, he is. He's can still he, doing. Can, he still does uh, the Led Zeppelin. Can he? Can he can play a dragon for us? <laughs> we need a Michael Winslow on this thing. We, we don't do. need us. I just need to tap him. Says, hey, make that sound <laughs> for me. We need like a Billy West on our show. Here are some uh, drug statistics here. All right. Fast facts. God damn it. Here are some drug statistics here. Did you know the in amount world in a world <laughs> where the drug world war is real? Amount spent annually in the U.S. on the war of drugs is. Uh, let's let me hear a guess here. What is the amount that we spend on the war of drugs every year, Nick Ryder? Every year, uh, I assume that it increases every year. First off, is that a safe assumption? Are we just yes. going for an estimated thing here? Uh, it has gone it up. Worse. It has gone up every year. It's gone up exponentially. Uh, but what, what would you guess where it's uh, at in 2015? I would go with ago. 10 million. No, no, no. 100. 100. 100, 100 million? Uh, right, another zero on that. 10 million. Uh, Brandon, do you know? I mean, I'm looking at it, but I am going <laughs> to guess. I'm going to guess $492 trillion. He's damn close. More than $51 trillion. Thought, that's in just a year? I thought it had gone up by that uh, overall. Oh, you know that's what? That's probably the annual. Not an there. M or a B, but a T. Right. So it's probably. Uh, I thought overall it had been a trillion. So I was trying to go by year, which is why I was in the with. Uh, well, I did say that it was like about one trillion a year. Um, I should have mentioned that. And the number of arrests in 2015 uh, in the U.S. for drug law possession. So what are the number of arrests in 2015 for drug law violations, Nick Ryder? It's 1.5 million people. God oh, damn. So I was going to try to compensate and go extra high. <laughs> <laughs> they are extra high. The number of these arrests that were uh, for possession only were 1.2 million. That's about 84%. The number of people arrested for marijuana law violation in 2015 is 643,000 people. A uh, number yeah, of those charged with marijuana law violations were uh, arrested for possession. Uh, they were also arrested for possession was... Uh, uh, five thousand seven hundred and four. Okay, so they, what they, do you mean? Also possession, like so they, they were they high charged. and also had some of it. So, on like them? you can be, you can get in trouble for being high on it. So these people also got were caught high and they also had. Okay, some so it wasn't on. like oh, they okay. had a bunch on and it was a selling issue. There was just some dude who was high and had the rest of his stash in his pocket. Yeah, like totally. his little hitter or something. Yeah, he probably had his dug out. Now in his here's pocket. the other thing: how many of them were close to a school? So even if you had like. That hit fucking you with just a little roach in your pocket, but you happen to be within a thousand yards of a school or whatever, like Alan from Hangover, and all of a sudden, like your life is over. Yeah, for yeah. a roach. I just was taking a piss in the middle of the night, and right? I, I was right. It's my bad. <laughs> all right, I stopped to pee somewhere. There weren't even any kids around. Uh, the number is that of American bosses. Uh, that is that is horrible bosses. That's right, Charlie Kelly in that movie. You were pissing on kids. There were no kids. <laughs> it was nighttime after a bar. <laughs> Shit, where are the kids at? That by the way, that that law should go away after I, school. I agree. Or at now, least that, that five hours after school. When I had to spend the night in jail for alcohol-related issues, the ah. you learn a lot on the inside. Oh my God, I learned that they really need to separate their inmates. 
because the people that I was sharing, uh, what was I was like in a holding like a pig pen style cell. Uh-huh. I didn't have like my own. It wasn't just me and my hardcore cellmate that wanted to make me his girlfriend or anything. It was like six of us in there. But uh, there were like two guys arguing who of them has killed more people over their bitches. Ah. There was one guy that I swear to God, if he wasn't Henry Rollins, he was his brother, easily. (laughs) And he was pissed off because the cops arrested him in front of his granddaughter at the beach. Mm. And then someone asked, well, why did they arrest you? Oh, I was selling E. Why the fuck are you... Why are you selling E at the beach with your with your granddaughter. granddaughter? Like that seems a lot like your. How fault. do you think they got there? <laughs> right. And then one guy got arrested for a robbery, but he's like, I didn't have no TV or nothing on me, so I, I didn't steal <laughs> shit. And they were like, Well, then why are you still here? Like, well, I had four outstanding warrants from yep. LAX. That'll... Four warrants from LAX. And you were? I'm gonna guess you were here in Texas. No, no, I was in. In L.A. Oh, okay, you're in L.A. So, so I mean, but just... still from an airport. How do you get a warrant from an airport in the first place? Mm. Much less four of them. Anyway, was he the... foreign by chance? No, oh, okay. but he was <laughs> ethnic. Uh... Um, <laughs> so then there was me, and then there was a dude that was in there crying because his life was going to be over because he's on the sexual predator list. <laughs> oh! And here's why he and his girlfriend were having sex in their car. Oh, and now he's a sexual predator. Oh. See that? See that's where the line has to be drawn somewhere, you know. I mean, um, I guess that's a lot. Can't they get that's you That's a lot that? different than stopping somewhere and pissing you know, like in a grove of trees. Well, like, can't they get you for public urination as a sex offender? Yes, if they, they do. Really pursue and so it, we were yeah. talking about how that should that line, but I guess maybe actually fucking it somewhere out in the open like that could be. That could still maybe, but like. It's, Indecency at that, most. That makes you. That puts you on the same list where you yeah. have to go around and tell all your neighbors. Yeah. That, it's, as the people who like kidnap and molest children and are actually are predators, like you either had to pee or get laid, you know that's. I mean that's life, right? Mm. I mean, that's fucking life, man. Fuck shit, piss, right? Here's some more. Here's some more stats. Sorry. Maybe they're into that. <laughs> Proportion of people incarcerated for a drug offense in the state in state prison who are black or Latino, although these groups use and sell drugs at a similar rate as whites, is fifty seven percent. Wow. Can you believe that shit? I mean, I can, sadly. Oh, man. Here's another one here. Did you know the number of states that allow medical use of marijuana is how many? 13? No. It is way up there. It is 29 plus the District of Columbia. What? What year? This is is current right now. Okay. So So right now it's it's 29. has increased things. I remember hearing it was like 13 or 14, but that's also been yeah. a few years. But now yeah. we're at 29 plus the District of Columbia right. where our you know, state capital is. And that is doesn't include the two that are just flat out legal now. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, there's... Uh, so would that make it 31 well, altogether Calif- or Well, California, Colorado, there's a lot more than two that are just straight up legal now. Um, you got Alaska. Oh, yeah, this last election. How many passed it? Um, number of states that have approved legally taxing and regulating marijuana. Number is eight, Alaska, wow. California, Colorado, California. Maine, Massachusetts, Nevada, Oregon, and Washington. I've been hearing people say Oregon a lot, so I'm going to start saying that. Oregon. Oregon. Isn't that, isn't that an element or a chemical, I mean? <laughs> I don't Argon. know. That, Argon. Argon there. <laughs> that, that's what they pump into light bulbs. Wait, wasn't that a dragon movie? Oh, Aragon. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? that what else that, is there? What else isn't, is there? <laughs> isn't that that oil that you can put in your air, your hair? Argon oil? I don't. Uh, you guys don't know anything about that. I don't it's, have hair, remember? Uh, you're the fashion. Oh, you don't need to have hair to do it. Jesus. To put oil in your hair? Yes, you absolutely do need to <laughs> Shine up your hair, man. Why not? Uh, the number it doesn't of, work well in toothpaste. Here's another stat. A number of states that have decriminalized or removed the threat of jail time for simple possession of small amounts of marijuana. 22. Not bad, huh? We're right. getting there. We're, We're getting there. Changes. We're getting there, especially with pot, dude. That's good shit. Number of people killed in Mexico's drug war since 2006. 100,000, and it's still going up there. Mm. Number of students who have lost federal financial aid ability because of a drug conviction, 200,000. Oh, yeah, that's right. They won't, uh, like, they won't give you money is, if this you have is a by, drug offense. This by year, or is that since the war on drugs started? Because that's not so bad if it's since the war on drugs started. Uh, yeah, it's not too bad since the I war on drugs started. I mean, that's 46 years ago. So, yeah, you I know, mean, I'm not sure if I pulled this over. and it's for 2015 because all these are kind of changing as they go along. Um, uh, tax revenue that drug legalization would yield annually if currently illegal drugs were taxed at rates comparable to those on alcohol and tobacco. $46.7 billion per year per fucking year. Wow. 
what a stupid thing for us to do. I mean, why would you not? I mean, would you guys gladly pay a marijuana tax? Well, Uh, yeah, like you do for tobacco and alcohol. I don't ever. He would. I mean, he would never pay for it. Okay, then yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah, I. But it just makes sense, right? Were I to utilize said item, then yes, I absolutely would because. You know, if I get the urge to go have cigarettes or I want to go out and have a drink, like that's that's part of part of doing it, part of partying. You You're know, gonna pay I'm, pay some taxes. <laughs> I'm gonna go do my civil duty. Right. Here's I another. Get, here's another one, you guys. A number and of people get fucked up. Get fucked up. That's right. Uh, the tax. Uh, excuse me. Number of people in the U.S. who have acquired AIDS directly or indirectly from syringe sharing. That's 360,000 people, or that's 30. Got to be such a softly estimated number, though. Like, there's really no way we can know that specifically. Or, or 30% of all people diagnosed with AIDS in the U.S. So you can, if you're diagnosed with AIDS and you're in the 30%, it was probably because you shared a needle. That's what they're thinking there. That's what they're, that's what they're going for. And the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention found that a syringe, uh, that, that syringe access programs lower HIV incidence, incidences among people who inject drugs. It's 80%. So what you're saying is if we actually participate in, and regulate these things, then a lot more deaths and diseases and fucked up shit happens um, that's what exactly what i'm trying to prove here isn't this funny you know oh why do you have to God. even think about that it seems so upfront. it, you know, it seems pretty sense pretty obvious pretty fucking obvious you know how you can get s- drug cartels from stop illegally bringing them into the country make them legal make them legal and then, then all of a sudden it's not going to be such a big deal for the colombians you're like oh well that there goes that cash cow fuck yeah i guess we're ruined <laughs> you're absolutely What's gonna right be the there, thing man. to replace it though what? What are they going to start smuggling in? I see. Then they won't be able to. They'll have to find another country to go. They're not going to smuggle like, anything in when my boy Trump's wall goes up because I'm an American. That that'll be it. It'll be 21 foot ladders. I'll be telling. The, I'll be telling all the. I'll be telling all the drones. Mexicans. Go back to where you We're going to get everybody from. drones to fly drugs over that wall. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Mexico has lots of Mexicans. That's right. That's that, uh, that is that is accurate. Go back to where you. Co- I'm just kidding. We don't need to do, do any of that. So, there was a war on another drug in the in the 20s. Penicillin. No, 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 not that drug. What other drugs were out there in the Coca Cola. Well, uh, nah. I mean, that's not. A, it wasn't considered a drug, but you could buy it at your pharmacy and drink a drink a fucking Coca Cola. No, because it used to have actual Coke in it. That's, that's what I'm there. saying. Well, it was served. It was also. It was also in pharmacies. It was a, it was a medicine. Coca-Cola drugs. Mm-hmm. When it was first came out, it was medicinal. And it's the only, uh, 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 it's it's um, uh, the world's favorite drink except for in Scotland. I heard that. Oh, because, you know, they're, gotcha. they're aware. They're aware. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm talking about the alcohol prohibition. I know. I just didn't want to spoil your nut. I know you know, but we were just spoiling <laughs> nuts over here. That's what we're doing. Hey. The alcohol prohibition should have been an example of banning the creation and sale of a much-loved exactly. product. Exactly. Because then we had smugglers of our own kind. Yeah. Once yeah. it became illegal, that didn't actually stop a goddamn thing. Yeah, it, it just doesn't stop people criminals. from using. More people started drinking after Prohibition. Right. And then you had the Duke boys come out and have to smuggle fucking mm. moonshine around. And boys? we're not even going to talk That's about they the, were. They were moonshiners. We're not even going to talk about those people that have to support their family, like the moonshiners or right. the, the drug dealers. But it won't stop people from using uh, using the drug. No. And at the same they time... They have speakeasy. They have to get shifty and criminal about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it makes those nonviolent criminals... Uh, criminals. Criminals, yeah. right? You know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. So when Amendment 21 was passed, it left it up to the state to decide. Uh, Amendment 21 was uh, the lift of uh, 19 which was the alcohol prohibition. And it That's left why you can still have like some states that have different liquor laws mm-hmm. and some counties that are still dry counties. I'm glad it. you mentioned That's that. It. Of Texas's 254 counties, seven are completely dry. 194. Yes, I've played it a few. It's awful. It's terrible, really? right? Wow. 194 are partially dry or moist. That's right. Oh, moist. Good. And I, I love that word. The more I find people that hate it, the more I, love I just saying it, fucking, yes. I love yeah. to just oh, insert it in there. Moist like a sponge. Moist. And um, let's see here. And uh, 53 are entirely wet. Anyway, how is your sex life? Ah. All right, take it easy. Kansas had prohibition longer than any other state. Did you know that, Nick? Uh, I wouldn't have known that it was longer than any other, but it was a fuckload longer than most. I yeah. knew that. And that's why when I moved down here to Texas, I could not believe that Kansas has 
more relaxed liquor laws than Texas does. Because I thought we were just the fucking wow, worst. Really? Yeah. Us and maybe like what Vermont or something that sucks. Like or what? There's some eastern state that's like booze still awful. No, but like <clears throat> I couldn't believe when I moved out here. I was like, Texas sucks worse than Kansas at liquor laws. This is insane. Hmm. Well, from 1881 to 1948, they they uh, made it illegal for alcohol to be in Kansas, and it was even before. We uh, did the whole uh, prohibition, so they were ahead oh, of the curb ahead there, of that, yeah. and then they were after the curb for her for a long time, 1948. Um, but they continued to prohibit bars selling liquor by the drink until 1987. 87? Nick, Kansas? That's right. I, I, I guess liquor. Maybe it only had to be because my dad. Well, here's it says it says bars selling liquor by the drink until so bars didn't sell liquor by the drink. Until 1987 in Kansas, so you'd have to buy. A you wouldn't bottle? have known. You were you were barely. Well, I know, you but were, my, you were just born. My dad was <laughs> a trumpet player in a rock psychedelic band when he was in high school. And back when he was in high school, you could drink at 18. So really? like his senior year, you know, just like in Days and Confused, they all go out and get beers, and they're like so. They would go out and play in clubs and drink, but maybe it was just beer, or maybe you had to buy a whole bottle. I don't know how they did that, but he definitely used to go fucking get hammered drunk at his shows all the time and that was before 1987 ah well you know it doesn't mean that <laughs> so he couldn't get, get it though right <laughs> like just because it was dry in kansas or, doesn't mean that you can go outside of kansas and get your is drinks it like some places where you have to bring something in and there's the corking fee well it was corking completely fee? it was completely illegal until that. 1987 uh 1986 amendment um there were uh well tell me uh how many dry counties are there in uh, Kansas, you know? Well, there are 19 dry counties that never approved the 1986 amendment and therefore continued to uh, prohibit any and all sale of liquor by the drink. I don't know what that means, liquor by the drink. Like Like you can't buy a fucking cocktail or a highball. Right. But you can buy yourself a pint. You could go to the liquor store and get something. But I always thought dry counties just had no liquor stores. And you could only go to a bar, of which there were basically none. Mm-hmm. And still, you couldn't buy it by the drink. So nine, there's still 19 dry counties in uh, in Kansas. Can you well, believe that? See, but you can buy booze on Sundays and till 11, sometimes midnight. On a Sunday? Oh, like, oh, oh that's, midnight! No, no, oh boy! Not on no. the Sabbath. No, on on regular days. Sunday, I think, is usually till eight or nine. But that's still better than fucking Texas. Well, yeah. I come from California where Suck you can that. buy liquor till 2 a.m. At the grocery at store. At the grocery even. store. That's right. At Ron's or whatever they have. Uh, Ralph's. Ralph's. There you go. Ralph's. I think he'll say it. His name is Ralph. Ralph. Just remember the opening scene of Lebowski when he's walking around Ralph's in his bathrobe and yeah, right. samples the half and half before he goes Puts and writes a back. 60 cent or 69 cent check. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well... This war has been going on strong, like I said, for 40 years, and the weed is stronger, the MDMA is pure, and the acid is still obtainable. If all drugs and were, the meth is blue, oh. and the meth is not blue, no, only that's in, actually impossible. I know. Sorry. Well, no, you can do it. I mean, I'm sure. I guess food coloring could yeah, make it happen. Exactly. But. Wonders with it. Um, <laughs> let's see, Nick. If all drugs were legalized tomorrow, would you go out and buy heroin? No. Yeah, prohibition doesn't fucking work, you know? <laughs> it's fucking crazy, right? It's almost like you expected me to answer that way. What would you have done? I said, fuck you. Yeah. The thing is, I know that. I wouldn't go out and buy heroin tomorrow. No. I know Brandon probably no. might, but, you know, he's got an addiction problem. I That's do. all, I though. I've, it's an addictive personality. All right? right. How many times do I have to tell you? But, APD. Well, okay, Nick. Addictive well, personality disorder, not Austin Police oh, Department. Okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Addictive personality disorder, APD. <laughs> if we legalize drugs, what kind of message would that send to the children? Won't someone think of the children? What kind of message would it send to them? I don't know. Well, think about tobacco smokers and what they've say, had to deal a, with. A lot like booze and tobacco, exactly. I guess. <laughs> uh, they used to be able to smoke in bars, bowling alleys, and planes. Doctors would give your kids the booster shots with a cigarette hanging in their mouth. Now bars don't allow smoking. Oh, come on. And you can't even enjoy your cancer stick when you're rolling? Dios mio, man. I'm nah. going to roll my way into the semis. The More same thing is happening with vapes and e-cigarettes. The same thing is going to happen if and when we end this goddamn war. But we're the war on drugs. We're
That's right. That was Asylum Street, uh, Street Spankers one more time with their song Winning the War on Drugs. So appropriate right now. Uh, we have Coach send us a little message on our Facebook here. She says, I had an awful ex who did heroin. Shot up mm. between his toes. He'd get so amped up, and then he'd crash. <laughs> mm. Yeah, man. That doesn't sound like fun. That, well, it doesn't sound like fun, but it doesn't sound that dangerous. Yeah, nonviolent. He, well, the thing is, when you start seeing you that. You can't really guarantee that with something like heroin. Like, he might. There's always, a, always a potential to turn dangerous. Yeah. I mean, it does kind of depends on the state lot. of mind going into. I mean, there's an epidemic going out there right now. The fentanyl is crazy, and it's it's turning it's legal. It's literally legal heroin, dude. This fentanyl, nice. And that's actually uh, that's what uh, Cobain was really into as well. That fentanyl, dude. Um, but when you find out that that there's this thing called heroin and it's cheaper than fentanyl, does the same fucking thing. It's cheaper. There's no there's no no bad choice here when you're a heroin user, man. When you're addicted to these well, opioids. Obviously, your decision-making skills are just top-notch. No, because when you get sick when you're on opioids, there, right, there's only right. one way to make yourself feel better. It's not fucking sitting through it and making sure you're... No, you, cold you, turkey is it, it's not sometimes the way. That is the worst but, thing. Right. And but that's not, why you can go to treatment centers and they have things. In fact, wasn't heroin brought about as a cure for people who were addicted to... Cure. Alcoholism? Cure. No, like... I don't remember some other opiate, but it was like each one was kind of brought about as a way to curb your cravings for this other one before they were like, oh, wait, <laughs> fuck, this is just as bad. Methadone? Yeah. Sounds like job Maybe security. Maybe it was methadone. And, yeah, they yeah. serve it in like little orange juice, man. Oh, man, that good. That orange juice was good. God, I'd like some more of that orange was juice. It, That's why he enjoys it so much. The development <laughs> gag was the method one, act, method one acting, acting clinic. Yeah, they were all <laughs> just methadone clinic. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so hey, that was a good, that was a good talk about uh, the war on drugs, you guys. I feel we solved a lot. Yeah, yeah. man, we talked about Fighting a lot. We did. War. We got a new game we're gonna well, play here. Something. Quick, what about there are countries that, I mean, have regulations but not laws against? Like everybody's all about Amsterdam and all that, but there so, are there's an actual country that legalized all drugs. And what country would that be? He talked. Take a it. guess. It was, Take a uh, guess, Nick. Not Holland. I mean, it would have to be somewhere in that area. I would imagine. I was Maybe thinking it was Holland. Holland. I don't mm. think it's Holland. But by doing that, and I mean, Denmark. I'm sure they regulate the shit out of it. And I'm not to say that there aren't still, like, black market stuff, you know, or, or people selling it on the streets or whatever. But um, they're a bit... Only one country that has uh, decriminalized all drugs, you guys. Only one country. And? Come on, keep talking to me. And it uh, did it 14 years ago, too. Only 14 years ago? 14 years uh, well, ago. Well, we both say, I'm guessing we're both wrong then on... Mm. It happened in Portugal. They Portugal. decriminalized Portugal. the use of all drugs in 2001. Weed, cocaine, heroin, you name it. And Go so, ahead, you name uh, it. PCP? It's there. It's legalized there. Sweet. What about all speed? Right. Uh, it's legal there. Oh, my God. Portugal decided to treat possession and, small, and use of small quantities of these drugs as public health issue, not a criminal one. And that's exactly what it should be. It's yeah, not. It's not a criminal one. We, it's a public health issue. Do they have yeah. stats on how that's going so far? Um, I want to keep scanning years, through this. Thing. Numbers, right? I mean, that's right, like, hey, our prisons have thinned out a lot. Prisons are down. Maybe possibly violence. And the, yeah, I'm sure violence is, is going to gone down a whole lot. Violent crimes. Mm -hmm. People aren't killing each other for the illegal substances or. And what about just the overall like uh, change in mentality of widespread users? You would imagine people would be more relaxed if they're just right. using them recreationally. Holy crap! You this know, is a great not, stat here. Or even wanting to do it less. Period. Like yeah. if it's just available all the time. Like I know when I was in high school, it's all about, oh my god, who's got cigarettes? Can we go get cigarettes? Because you're not allowed to. And then once I could go buy them, yeah. like. I don't fucking care. It almost takes the thrill away. When right. You, when, you, when you don't have something, you want that thing. Exactly. When, you, yeah. when they say you can't have it, you want that yeah. thing. So then it'd be like, man, I could go for a little bump right now, but I have to go to the store and it's like 50 bucks. Eh, you know, I'm just going to watch TV or something, yeah. you know? And most of those overdoses that happen when they go, I want to just buy a bump, they get a bump of something. They, have, they, they might think it's cocaine. It yeah, might be fucking something bad. Exactly. And then you it's have not to... regulated, so that'll take so much of that away. Like you were saying with the needle usage, if that was, then you would know that you were getting good needles. Yeah. That would infected keep ones. HIV, all that other stuff And you stuff would know down. that you're not getting something yeah. cut with something else that's going to make your heart fucking explode because <laughs> you don't have the tolerance of a horse or whatever. <laughs> you know, like... Horses have tolerances for drugs. I, I would assume. Drugs that's why their horse tranquilizers are so much stronger than ours. <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah. man. Drugs rarely kill anyone in Portugal. Hmm. Drug-induced deaths of people aged 15 to 64 per million in population. Um... Uh, Romania is like uh, 
They're at like a five. Portugal's at a six. Then you have all the way down to Estonia, which is in the 120,000s there. Uh, or 120 million. Let's see where America lands in this fucker. 120 million people die by drugs? Per yes. million people. Per million, yeah. So. Yeah. That's, oh, 120 that's, per million. Yeah, okay. 120 per million like, people. This isn't adding up. And you're looking at five. Uh, so it says here, uh, among Portuguese adults, there are three overdose deaths for every one million citizens. Comparable that's numbers. fucking good. Yeah, comparable num numbers in other countries range from 10.2 per million in the Netherlands to 44.6 million in the UK, all the way up to 126.8 per million in Estonia. The EU average is 17.3 per million. So the, the Europeans, they're not doing too bad there, huh? I don't know, because it's not a big, doesn't seem to be as big of a deal over there. Yeah, it seems like their society is a little more It's a lot more casual when it comes of a thing. Drugs. Yeah. Still, it's very clear that decriminalization hasn't had the severe consequences that its opponents predicted. As the drug uh, reform policy, or Transform Drug Policy Institute says in its analysis of uh, uh, Portugal's drug laws, quote, the reality is that Portugal's drug situation has improved significantly in several key areas. Most notably, HIV infections and drug-related deaths have decreased, while the dramatic rise in use feared by some has failed to materialize. Exactly, because you... There you go, man. <laughs> Let's take a well. They're not such when you when you try to bring this up to some uh, alt right guy or maybe some uh, some conservative, they'd be like, "Well, yeah, Portugal, huh? How they doing their economically? <laughs> you know? They ain't no America, boy. I tell you what. Yeah, because our economy is so much better. Yeah, we can't even pay Secret Service uh, for the rest <laughs> oh, of the year. Yeah. Oh, Poor guys. Yeah. Well, you know, they made it almost two thirds of the way through <laughs> a year. <laughs> believe me, believe me. And I think we're over budget now too. So everything right. that everything I thought he was gonna. Fix the deficit, not quadruple it. Yeah, well, man. he's got to, you know, busy. just bring it all to a crashing halt first. Because uh, there's a lot of moving pieces. Well, you know. you got to bring them to a stop before you can start swapping things out. All when right. he builds Trump Tower, he has to take the old buildings out first. So he's going <laughs> to run this like his businesses. He did say that. Yeah. Well, we're going to play a new game here. Brandon? Yes. The game is what, called. What's it called? What's the game called here? It is called... Guess that song about prison by the guitar solo game. Yes, that is it. In How quotes. did you know? What a weird... What a long Oddly and very... specific name. Yeah, you know, you well, got games yeah. like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, you know? And Guess you that got... song about prison by the guitar solo. Well, it's yeah. about prison because, oh. you know, the whole war on drugs. Got a lot you know? of Americans in yeah. prison right now, too. Exactly. Well, you know? Musicians and drugs do equal prison quite often. Yeah. So our game master here is going to be Brandon. Usually it's me or Nick. Now Brandon's got another game he's going to bring to us. We're going we're gonna to give it a shot right now. So here are the and rules. This isn't a speed trivia game. This is no, 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 no. You write it. You write it down. Am, am I gonna? Uh, yeah. Go ahead rules? and uh, read the rules while I get ready to. Okay. Write stuff down. All right. The rules are: I will read uh, the description of a song that has some connection to prison, with uh, war on drugs and the influx of the prison population. I feel it's only appropriate. Okay. Sure. Sure. Uh, let's see. Um, I will read the description, and then we'll play a short uh, audio clip of the guitar solo. Now. May or may not have done some things to the guitar solo clip. So it, things like just it, it may not sound as you know what you may think it might. Okay, so you're gonna okay, have to really, fine. You have to really think. Do you have All any right. examples to give us, or are you just gonna no get examples. straight into the game? Nope, All right, we're going straight straight into it. We're going All right, right. Now. So how All do right. we get how do we get scored here? Uh, you write down the answers. I will give the description, play the audio clip. You write down um, <sighs> artist and title. Okay. One point is awarded for the correct song title and one point for the correct artist or group. So two points are possible for each question. Great. Five questions. Winner at the end has is uh, the person, the contestant at the end with the most points wins. If the game goes to a tie, uh, the tie, the breaking decision will be whoever has the most battery left on their phone. And mine's been on working what all day. Yeah, what percentage all right. you're at. Well, we let's go. let's play Guess That Song about, about prison, prison by the guitar solo song. game <laughs> for the Golden Jazz Master. No Golden Jazz Master. All right. Number one, my friend. Go ahead. We're going to pull this song up. Okay. Yeah. You got a description first? Yeah, I got it. All right. Go ahead. This song is written after the lead singer of this band read a newspaper article about a kid who got life in prison 
for accidentally shooting and killing his friend. The music video was the most uh, the music video was the most played video on MTV in 1989. 89. When they actually played music videos. Yeah, it's crazy. They and, still do. We just don't watch them. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. They, All right, and we've do. got we've got some audio coming up, and right. here we go. Go ahead. Oh, it's reverse. All right, I think I got mine here. Are we going to go one at a time, or are we going to just write them yeah, all down we, first? Are we doing them all? Um, we should do them all. Okay, we'll do them all. All right, let's do the next one here. Honor system, you can't. I'm not looking, trust. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. This song makes no apologies for how upfront it is about a very serious issue in today's society. Okay. It also has a very unfortunate turn of events for the man with the double chin and the plastic smile. Okay. And we've got... My man Brandon over here. Not bad game. You guys have it at home? Are you paying attention? Here comes number three. Like many of this singer-songwriter's early recordings, it was done without a drummer in the studio, but replicated the sound of a snare by putting cash and other paper under guitar strings and strumming the snare rhythm. Fucking this guy already knows. Well, history. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> All right, what's the let's go ahead and listen to that little clippy clue in reverse. Are they all reverse? Yeah, they all at least have that done to it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, doy, you shouldn't have played it so long. I would have. I, wouldn't, I, I was thinking about it. cutting it off. And I was like, well, All right, let's play again. Now. We're gonna get number four up in yeah for the Golden Jazz Master. Oh hi, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> number four. This Bob Marley cover was originally recorded in 1965. Know it already. And was a big influence in this group's overall sound. Some would even argue that the band got their name from this. Ah, ooh. Go ahead and play that clippy clue. Come on, man. Get your shit together. Go ahead and put your shit in the backpack. So, you know. Get out. Just, like, get it all together. That's a tough one, man. That is a tough one. Let's go with the last one, number five here for the Golden Fazmaster. Oh, Mark's here. Oh, hi, Mark. Okay, let's go. Number five. This song was written at a time when lead singer of this group was in a period of questioning his faith. Okay. This would go on to be the group's first single and the hallmark of the confessional songwriting style of this Florida-based group. Florida, huh? It's a bunch of Florida men. Floridians. <laughs> Let's hear it. Man, I, I'm, I'm drawing a complete <laughs> yeah, blank man, on that Man, I am not good at this game at all. All right. all right. We have gone through all five of them. Let's start with number five. Are we going to work backwards? Why not? All right. We'll do that. All right. So you had number five. Uh, can you play the clip one more time, and we will say what the winner was? 
I can play it in not reverse. Um, play it no, play it in reverse and then and then not in reverse. Okay. So here was five once again, y'all. I still have no idea what the fuck that is. Nick, what did you, you what did you guess? Nothing. nothing. I, I guessed nothing on that one. I'm gonna get an X on that. Right. So what, what? Who was it? Go ahead and play is, it for us. Uh, this is just play it for us. We'll we'll see if we get it. My own prison by Creed. That is it. Is this Creed? Yeah. No wonder I don't fucking know. <laughs> All right. So I didn't get a point. Neither did Nick. All right. No. So let's go with number four. Play four one more time for us for the people at his home. This one was, uh, I think I got this one for sure. I thought I did until you said 1965. Well, see, I didn't hear the 65 thing, so I definitely think I'm, I think I fucked it up, but I went and I guessed, uh, I thought it was Shot the Sheriff by Clapton. I mean, I went with that, but I, it, you said band in 1965, and it kind of became where they got their name even. So I don't, I was like, what the fuck could be played in, played in four? Let's find out what know. it is. No, that's not, that's not. Jailhouse, Sublime. Why'd you say 65 then? It was first covered in 65. It was written by Bob Marley. In '65, oh, and it was I a cover. Know. Man, I had no idea that was yeah. even a cover. I this Bob Marley cover was originally recorded. Gets empty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, Ruby I thought you said it was first played. covered in '65, but I didn't know uh, any other things. So I. So we both got an X on that one. Right. All right. We'll go two for X. O for two. Number three. I almost did not have this one until yeah. we fucking played the yeah. reverse I knew part it of it before you so even played it. So at this part, I'm like. Cause you knew about him you putting paper in the in the strings and shit, huh? Yeah, cause he was writing the second he said that. So go ahead and play the forward version of that. That's what it got That's me there. It, yeah. Um, I got Johnny Cash, but I um, I said Folsom. Is that is that right? Uh, Folsom Prison Blues. Folsom Prison Blues. Do I get two points for that one? That's where I was going with that one. You right? get one point. I said Johnny Cash Folsom. Look at what that says. Yeah, but it's Folsom Prison Blues is the title of the song. You got it? one of the three words. You got a third of the answer. Oh come on. <laughs> oh come on. All right, I get one point. Fine, I should get one and a half. I'm getting one and a half points for that. <laughs> Not gonna count the half point. Fucking bastard! All right, Johnny. Uh, What's the what, other game where you get see, decimal let points? Let me see. You right? Did you write Folsom? Did you write the whole thing? Folsom. Uh, oh, yeah, Folsom Prison. You said Folsom Prison. So I get two thirds of a point. <laughs> see, does he, in that case, does he get a full point? No, it's gotta. It's gotta be the song title. I you mean, get one point I with me, bro. You get one point for the. Blues. You I didn't, didn't write Folsom Prison. Well, I knew Folsom Prison Blues. No, you didn't. You didn't even know. You just wrote Folsom because you were even saying, I don't know what it's actually called. I Why just would wrote I write Folsom. Folsom and not fucking. That's just like the beginning of those three words. Your so you own know. words were, I don't know what it's called. I just wrote Folsom. You said those exact things. No, 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 no. Because I wasn't sure if it was a if it was that one or another one. But I said Folsom instead of that. <laughs> all right. So you didn't any, know it. So any, you didn't know it. By any other logic, you still didn't write it down all the way, so you don't get a point yeah, either. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's right. We're tied. <laughs> all right, number two. Number I got two, this one for fucking two. sure. Yeah. You didn't get this one because he doesn't listen to Sublime. Well, but I figured you don't. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. It's. <laughs> Double chin, plastic smile. That's where it got me. Double chin and plastic no, see, smile. See, I knew that clued you off, but no, I don't listen to Sublime enough. That's right. It. And all I get right, two right. points for Sublime with date rape. That's yeah, right. That's it. That's how the yeah, game I works. I think that's game. That's game right there. Why? Well, you don't think you have number one? Well, I know I do, but you do too, so it's not going to matter, don't you? Okay. Okay. You, I mean, you seemed as confident as I did on it, so I assume that you did. I totally, I took a guess, dude. Oh. You guys really think you know who this is? Well, I'm going to say it's 18, Skid Row. Is it 18? It's 18 in life. That's oh, correct. No! It's 18 in life. Well, I still get one point. I still get one point for the title, so tally well, I got, it up. I got a total of three. Since I didn't write blues. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> I thought I was going to do really bad, but let's see. I get one point for saying Skid Row. I didn't know it was 18 in life. I guess I knew that, but I, did. I wrote 18. Next time I know, you should say... Okay. You have to write the full name down because right. you can say 18 and get like, oh, 18 in life out of that, right? Just like you say Folsom uh, fucking 
prison bullshit. At least I knew the song. I was like, I don't know what it's called. I don't, I don't know. You even confessed twice now that you didn't know. Whatever loser. So Look at me with my... A, <laughs> whatever loser. Trying to pull a point out of your butt right, when so, you didn't know. Uh, you got two points on that one. I got one for that. I got two points for Sublime with Date Rape. I get one point for Johnny Cash. He gets two, uh, one point as well for Johnny Cash without the full full sum there. Um, we got... Uh, I we did not get either five, get four shit. or five. So it's four to three, you win. Four to three, your boy wins. That's right. <laughs> I thought I was gonna do terrible, but thank you for putting some reggae in there. And playing everything all modulated. You know, yeah. yeah, that was cool. Playing it, it backwards. What a great fucking game. I think I was game. just gonna give it to you. Well, not necessarily, but I was like, oh, he changed the key or tempo or something. Yeah, man. I mean, fuck. That was a that was a great uh, little game. We're gonna play some more of that in the future. Just stay tuned. We will do some more. Uh, I think that's about it for the show. What do you guys think? You guys ready to head home here? Uh, it's Laura's uh, Nick the it Passion uh, wife's birthday. It is Laura's Miss Passion. Oh, I had Ms. left her. Passion. <laughs> I sent her a little uh, Facebook thing saying Miss Passion, happy birthday. That's right. I doubt she'll get it. Um. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I understand. Sure I mean, she'll see it, but. She might not understand. Sending so, it out through here. Happy birthday. There you go. So on... She's an uh, avid listener. The September 1st through 3rd, that is uh, starting uh, Friday. This Friday, Saturday and Sunday, the 1st of September through the 3rd, the World Beard and Mustache Championship is here in Austin, Texas at the Long Center. Your boy Los is a part of the Austin Facial Hair Club. We're hosting it. I'm also going to be competing. I think I'm going to be doing... Um, I was going to do imperial style mustache, but I think I'm going to do either Dolly or I'm going to go English, which is straight out, slender and straight out. Dolly's uh, slender, uh, but goes up. Uh, imperial is big and bushy, which I don't think I can beat that. So I think I'm going to go do either English or Dolly. Either way, man, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to be there. You guys be there too. Check out AustinFacialHairClub.com for information on tickets and all that good stuff. And be sure to check out uh, us while we're at it. Um, have you guys seen our new website? MercyExitPodcast.com, yes. man. Leave us a comment on our blog. As always, we are on iTunes, SoundCloud, at least for the time being, until they get pulled down. Like <laughs> us on Facebook, creep us on Instagram. Mercy Exit Podcast for Brandon, for Nick Ryder. I'm Los saying, That's right. You pointed at the wrong people. You fucked it all up. <laughs>